0: Good evening everyone, Hi, Landros from the Katina MX podcast. Today it's another two-man wolf pack. Me and Joel will be recapping Jornada 6 and then kind of talking about match day 7. Also, some hot news out of Portugal. Some good news. We'll be talking about that. We'll keep it short today. Joel, how are we doing? Happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday, Jaime, right here enjoying uh, the weekend, and as you said, match week seven is in full swing. We already got a somewhat of a surprising result with Puebla laying the smackdown on Toluca 4-1 at home. Super
0: Camotes.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I was not not expecting Toluca to lose in that fashion, but... You know oddly enough they're still in second place at least at least for now uh they're at twelve points so the Diablo's at twelve points except they've now fallen to a minus two goal differential and puebla has jumped up to fourth so they're um they're in liguilla you know twelfth place uh tough place is the cut off but they're in a, they're safe so far, and uh, I, I, you know, I was like, "Who, who's coaching Puebla?" I, I had to know, and because uh, I had not put attention to them, and it's Juan Reynoso. He was a former Cruz Azul defender, Peruvian, Peruvian international, and uh, he's coaching in Mex now, and he's, it's his first season, so not so bad, I guess. Iva,
0: Iva. Yeah, but they go through these weird like runs, you know, where they'll, you know, they'll have some pretty good spurts throughout the league. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a team of, I mean, nobodies. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like but, I, re- but look- I don't really <laughs> recognize anybody in that lineup. You know. Yeah. But
1: yeah, but, but okay, so just quick recap of of their. You know, of their season so far. Sure. uh, They they opened with a 4-1 win over Mazatlan, which was on the road. That's always a plus. Then they tied Cruz Azul at home. Wow. Which is another good good result being Cruz Azul is one of the... We had to name three candidates to win the league. They are one of them. Then they they match week three. They take the win over Chivas. I believe this is when... uh, this when, is uh I, I forgot his name the, already man the the tena, the, tena the, gets the the sack
0: st- yeah the tr- the straw that broke the camel's back that was the despedida de yeah, and it, fernando tena
1: his first game uh <laughs> his first game back because <laughs> he was he missed the first two on the COVID leave
0: yeah he was and
1: so so then they lose to tigres away but two to one so that's that's not bad. And again, if we, yeah. we're talking about top three to win. Tigres is another of the candidates. And so, and then and then um, they lose to Pachuca. And now they've bounced. Wait. They lose to Pachuca. And then they lost to Tijuana, both by one goal.
0: Yeah, it's been. Uh,
1: so the, the doble jornada was not kind to them. Two defeats. So this was like their third straight defeat. Um, and then they just bounce back against Toluca and, uh, and scoring for goals, man. So that yeah, they got, they got Pumas, they're going to have Pumas in, uh, so that, that should be interesting.
0: If there's one thing that we can always guarantee about Liga Mekis and, and Mexican football in general is the inconsistent inconsistency. Because, for example, <laughs> we'll, we'll go over match match uh, match day six really quickly. Um, Necaxa beat Santos 2-1. Juarez tied León 0-0. Tigres and Pumas tied 1-1. Atlas beat Querétaro. Uh, America lost to Monterrey 3-1. Toluca beat Chivas. Uh, Tijuana beat Puebla. Atleti San Luis lost to Cruz Azul 3-1. And Pachuca, Mazatlán game, was pretty entertaining for three. But... Uh what I wanted to talk about real quickly is Querétaro which remember is the team that stomped uh América the week before 4-1 <laughs> and Atlas the team that we were making fun of they beat them. Yeah. So what it the hell Atlas man?
1: first win. Their first right? win. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it can make it difficult for if you're doing those prediction leagues uh, it can make it difficult to get some of the results because, oh, yeah, you get these. It, they're very common, you know, to have. To yeah. have
0: uh, so you combine the inconsistency of players and, and, and teams, and then you throw in the fact that 12 out of the 18 teams are going to make the playoffs. I mean, anybody has a shot of winning this league. At this point, yeah. it's literally like whoever finishes on the on a hot streak could potentially win win the league. Um, Really funny, right after we finished recording our last episode, Chivas got the banhammer. well, two players. I was, I believe, Antuna's birthday. And him and Vega, for some reason, decided to share their story on Instagram all drunk and singing. (laughs) And they got in trouble and they were uh, actually um, pulled out from the the game against DeLuca, not using that as as an excuse of why we lost, but what is going on with Chivas and, and discipline and players kinda breaking the 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 bubble, so to speak?
1: Yeah, very interesting question because I know they've been struggling with that. It's been an ongoing issue. Uh and you could go far back to when when uh we had Omar Bravo and Alberto Medina and the fans used to call them Tomar Bravo and Roberto Medina. <laughs> and they were so these stories of them just being drunk. You know, it's like uh But they got results. The Chihuahua squad is sort of like uh what's that comedy where they, where they forget it's it's like a oh, wedding God. and then and then uh
0: Are you talking about like they need to Club de Cuervos or no? They need to
1: remember No nah, no, nah, it's it's like a comedy where the dudes gonna get married, and they get all shit faced. Oh, the, the hangover! To... <laughs> that's that's pretty much Chiva squad, man. The hangover, they always just it's just years and years of this. Uh, you even have it with with um, Marco Fabian when they were, you know, the all these like memes will go where they'll use the lotería card el borracho and have his face oh yeah that's
0: that's that's a really funny photoshop
1: (laughs) so but yeah they've they've uh just too much indiscipline that's been going on and and then just i think with pelai is one of the things they want to just have the squad be a bit more professional and he did talk to them you know about how i think they have to sign contracts of like how you're going to behave and whatnot and so to have the players still, you know, doing things like that, it's it's, I don't know if it's worrisome, but you need to have, you know, you need to be concentrated on. on.
0: I all right, I don't know if you know how I feel about this, but I, I we, you know, we have the group chat on on Twitter, but I'm gonna say this, man. If you got players that are party animals or like they have that. They have to get it out. Yo, you have to learn how to, uh, like, coach them. And I understand that, you know, uh, Pelaz made them all sign, like, a contract and commitment to, like, you know, adhering to the rules and stuff. But, hey, man, it was not, like, before a game. It was well over 48 hours before game day. They, you know, what's wrong with having a little fun? It's your birthday. I mean, I understand, like, maybe not drinking so much. But, yo, man, it's like we're human beings. Live a little. And another nope. thing, too, yeah. um, before we uh, go any further, is when we talk about the Campionissimo uh, era, you know, when Chivas were winning all the leagues from, like, you know, the late 50s to the 60s, they were pre-gaming. They were taking shots of tequila before <laughs> every game. So, I don't, under like, this is part of our culture. You know what I mean? Just be responsible about it. But you can't prevent it from happening is all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as looks, but just given that it's on top of so many other indiscipline that's been going on, that that just makes it seem like these players aren't aren't taking things serious. But we already had the respaldo, well, they had it from the team captain Molina, who you know spoke out uh, on their behalf, and so they're gonna. They're being brought back, because I think it was going to be a two-game suspension, but oh. uh, it's they're coming back and they're going to play. They're going to play what, in Chivas next game. That
0: was an in-house suspension, though, right? It wasn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was in-house. It yeah. was. Yeah. So
0: we we did a we should have had Durko Mohamed as our coach. Man, that guy would be with the players doing lines you know he'd be all about the pachanga
1: <laughs> doing lines well tomorrow man <laughs> Let's see what happens because chivas will be facing pachuca tomorrow and they're playing at home so
0: and um
1: hopefully these guys are fired up it's been a while chivas needs that win
0: yeah it's been a while since we've actually established like i don't know a respectable home record i feel like chivas have never especially with like the new stadium they've never really made it seem like hell for other teams at home you know what i mean like they don't have that intimidation factor like like they used to in jalisco yeah. you know i think jalisco had a little bit of weight to it, a little bit of history and and this new stadium like chivas don't really I don't, I don't know what their record is but i feel like they're they're doing better at in the road than they are at home
1: yeah, it, it was it was a while, man, and uh, they haven't since pretty much since since uh, they built the Omni Life, it's they haven't had like an impressive home record. And even under Matias, and uh, fans hate when I bring this up, but he he went a whole season without being able to win uh, a league game. He won at home. Huh? He won cup. Yeah, at home. Yeah, and it was a bit covered up because he would win. Uh,
0: the, the mickey mouse Cup cups or,
1: or uh <laughs> yeah he or the classico or know, something <laughs> yeah no well you're losing but then you you play the second division yeah. team you know or lobos or some some team from and you win and that sort of covered it up but in league he did go a whole season without and that's just ouch ouch man no, no excuses but so it's it's I, th- I think it's. I don't know, man. I, th- I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about about Chivas and not being able to make to make the what is it the Akron like a feared yeah. venue, you know. Uh, but I think I think Tena was pretty decent. He got booted because you know people didn't like his style. And let's see what happens with. With uh, Buse, let's see what yeah. Buse does. Um so yeah, and uh in yeah, well this season uh hopefully hopefully this season we'll start seeing some good results at home.
0: Well, right now Chivas currently sit twelfth in the league table. Of course. So
1: they are in Ligia.
0: Um, as of right now they would be in Ligia uh thanks to Tijuana's terrible <laughs> Goal differential, but they are tied on points with Tijuana and Querétaro. Um, let's just go from the from the top to bottom. So Cruz Azul's in first place with a game at hand. They have 13 points. Toluca already played, they they uh they lost, so they stay in twelve uh with twelve points. Leon in third place with eleven Puebla with ten points, Tigres, which are currently playing right now with Mazatlan, they're currently tied one one. They have 10 points. America has 10. They're in sixth. Pumas, Pachuca, Monterrey, Necaxa, Querétaro, Chivas. Those are 1 through 12. Oh. And then, and then uh, Tijuana, Juarez, Mazatlán, Atleti, Santos, and Atlas is the bottom feeder.
1: Well, still, the, the the thing about right now that's currently being played, so Mazatlán, yeah. Tigres, there's big rumors. That if Mazatlán loses, Paco Palencia is out. No way. So this could
0: you're this could be the first.
1: This could be the first. The first sack. I don't think coach. Well, no. Second. Second. No, then got, got sacked. Satana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> this could be the second one.
0: Match seven.
1: This could be the second me? one. That is a. Yeah, that that is. is such a short leash, man. Six games. You're gonna well, pull the plug. Well, the results, I mean, what have their results been, you know?
0: Um, so let's...
1: let's- I'll,
0: I'll look it up. But, I mean, come on, man. You're a new franchise. You're not going to be world beaters. You know what I mean? Um, I understand that you're, you're a new franchise and you want to... You know, you're on Twitter acting tough and, and, you know, being a big bully. But you can't possibly think about getting rid of Coach mid season on your first season after six fixtures. I mean, that's that's ridiculous uh they yeah lost. well so they lost the Puebla well, I mean
1: they did it to ten they did it to, as ridiculous as it sounds they did it they yeah did but then it Tena. Well, Tena was one game in dude
0: but then uh then that wasn't he didn't have just three games and got fired he had last the season before as well so
1: the season, no the season before his record was good
0: no, I know, but he, I mean, he, I mean, like he had more than six games. Oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I don't know, man. He, yeah. I don't know. They might not like uh, Valencia's <laughs> nail polish or something. Uh, what? What about but that's that's
0: what? What about Biojo? Is he on the hot seat too?
1: No. 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 Biojo is I, he's fine, but he is playing. Um, he is playing another guy that is on the hot seat.
0: Atleti. Who's their uh, coach?
1: The coach. That that guy's also rumored to be on the cutting wow. on the cutting board. So a defeat, a defeat to. Uh, so,
0: What's
1: it, Luna? Is it? I believe it's El Bombero Luna. Uh,
0: Guillermo Vásquez is the coach for uh, Atleti San Luis.
1: Oh my bad! I didn't think
0: the, the... He's the guy that like what had notoriously you know what runner up like four times in a row or something (laughs) he couldn't get the job done yeah i remember with like bumas and cruz azul he like he got him to the final but he just couldn't seal the deal you know
1: yeah well he's he could he could very well you know he's coming off of a 3-1 defeat to cruz azul I mean, it's tough, man. This guy had Chivas. He had his last games with Chivas and then Cruz Azul and now America. Uh, That's a tough act. But that's just the politics in Liga MX, man. You know, sometimes it's it's not even the results.
0: It's a coach carousel, right? You got the short-term thinking with results. But then, yes, like you mentioned, there's a lot of shit going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. You know what I mean? With promoters and agents and
1: all that. A lot of recycling, man.
0: A lot of stuff. And I actually wanted to segue into some good news that kind of ties back into all this. Uh, I have a buddy who lives in Portugal. And he said, hey, man, um, do you know about this kid? His name is Jesus Alejandro Gomez. And I'm like, I have never heard that name in my life. But apparently he was part of the under 17 uh, Mexico squad that became runner up to uh, they lost to Brazil in the final. He plays for Atlas and he has just uh, signed with a team in Portugal. Um, So he's yeah,
1: 18 year old center defender.
0: Yeah. And I was trying to explain to my friend who, you know, he doesn't follow Liga Mekis. And he's like, "Hey, oh man, like, what's up with this kid? I I really can't find much about him." I'm like, "Yeah, man. I mean, usually what happens is these players do so well in the in the youth tournaments, but they have such a hard time uh, getting their professional debut because of short term thinking. You know, the eighteen, uh, the seventeen fixtures. You know, you have such a small window to qualify for the playoffs, and then combine that with a coaching carousel. You might have one coach." That liked you on the reserves, and you know, pr- you know, promoted to the first team, but then he gets fired, and then your 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 whole development gets like thrown back to like square one, and then that, you, yeah, and then you also combine the fact that because they're short term thinking, because it's a results di- driven business, uh, player uh, teams and and head offices and front offices, they don't have the patience to develop a player. They'll go to South America and pull one of those. Washed up players out of a hat, and then in Mexico they'll score ten goals and be the leading goal scorer. You know, so that's yeah. like I was trying to explain that well, to, my, to my friend. You know, he that, didn't understand. That's that. the
1: money maker. That's that's the money maker in Liga MX. It's in the transfers, and especially you buy cheap. In you know, it's it's like if you go to Costco and you buy the thirty pack, the thirty <laughs> the, pack the Kirkland brand. For, no, no, they have the, the regular Coke. Oh, and uh, thirty pack for like ten dollars. Then you go and you sell them for like a dollar fifty each. Oh, then, I you see. Know, I they're see. They're gonna come up. <laughs> yeah, the people that have the tienditas, and that's kind of the same because South America, they they get this player for like half a million, yeah, peanuts or whatnot, and then they they play in Liga MX and then they sell them for like five million, uh, whether he's worth that or not is irrelevant because it's just a business and there's a lot of of lavado de dinero you know a lot of the money laundering involved as well and there's a long history of clubs that were involved with that you know and at one point even the cartels were using uh player transfers oh not just from Mex, even even from colombia Uh, at one point there was a bunch of colombians in in Mexico and uh, and there's all these stories that you hear, but that's the moneymaker because majority of clubs they're just losing money. Uh, I don't know if you remember when Chiquis was doing his whole thing on the his salt shaking on the women's league. Yeah, I was, this, this, It was
0: costing this, them more to the, have the lights open than. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so and it's sad, but it's true that and so that's the thing that affects the youth players in League IMX because coach comes in and you you know you have a handful of games, you know, to try to, like, keep your job. You're not going to trust the young guy. You're going to put in some veterano players or experienced players. You're going to throw them in there. And uh, I, I have a good example, which I've always liked using, was with the masa. You know, a lot of people call him a tronco. A lot of people say how he sucked. But if you see his career as a player, he achieved a lot, man. He Oh he, yeah, are you kidding he, me? He played World Cup, he played Libertadores, he won league, not just with Chivas and America, but I'm pretty sure he in won Germany, at PSV. I think right. And he and well he played Yeah, so PS- he was in Europe PSV in Stuttgart. He did, yeah. Yeah, he was all over, man. He had a really great career. Um and I and I think at the World Cup he was, was it the match against he has one of those games where he, he was one of the best with pass accuracy which was like wow but so when he when he debuted he he debuted when um Travieso Guzmán was the coach. Mm. And I remember he had two games. The first game was against Tecos he... and they win and, and he did the assist. He doesn't assist, it's like off a corner kick. And he hits the ball, and like he does, like a pass by hitting it. And then some player, it's just like a set play, uh, comes in and scores. And but then, uh, they go away and they play Pumas. And this is, Pumas was being coached by Hugo, and they just tore into Chivas, man. This was like a 7 1
0: oh, wow, defeat.
1: Yeah, it was harsh. And so Guzman just sends. He sends Massa back, man. He's like, Dang. forget it, man. He sends him back to Tapatio, back to the second division. Uh, new coach comes in, the so-called greatest coach in the world. Hans. Yayo de la Torre. No, it was Hans. No, no, it, Wasn't it Hans? No, no, it was Yayo de la Torre. No. Oh. It, it was, this was around the time Vergara took over. And then Vergara said, I'm going to bring the best coach in the world for Chivas. And at the time, they were, they, they were talking about Carlos Bianchi. Technically, oh, you could yeah. say he was because he had won Libertadores and he had won the Club world Cup. Intercontinental Cup. Mm. Where it was before clubs. Yeah, he had beaten the the European teams. And and so supposedly, he, he was going to hire him. And he said, I'm bringing the best coach in the world. And then when they make the announcement, it was Yayo de la Torre, the <laughs> cousin of, of Chepo. And... <laughs> And this guy you know his first start of business was to bring in some defenders, some older guys and 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 that was pretty much gonna be it for Massa. I don't think he was gonna get a shot until, as you mentioned, Hans Westerfaff comes in and he just makes him a starter from day one
0: wow and
1: and the rest is history but i do I do think if Hans hadn't come in
0: oh yeah he I don't be... think
1: he would have. He, Massa would have just career would have been in in yeah, San Luis he would old
0: have, old San Luis or he would Dorados have ended, yeah. in the
1: or something.
0: He would have ended up having that trajectory where like he ends up playing in like El Salvador, Costa Rica, or some shit, you know. <laughs> but um yeah, no, yeah, like you, you know, that's a very good perspective of like basically the career of a young player and and how hard it is to actually make it. So, yeah, I was telling my friend, you know, like, hey, man, this is this this Liga Mecky is a completely different animal, you know, because of the short seasons, because of playoffs. We don't have like that long leash like, you know, the rest of the world does with with the long season format. Um, and, you know, we I wish the best for this kid. I really don't know much about him, but apparently it's a loan uh, with the option to buy. So, you know, if he does well out there, he he can uh, he can, you know, move there permanently. And Portugal has done has done Mexicans well. Um right now, yeah. uh Jesus Corona, Tegatito, was named player of the of the year for for uh that it's for MVP, their league.
1: MVP, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 2019, and, 2020 season.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, he's been transitioning to left back. You know, he's not even playing on the on the wing as a forward anymore. He's 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 playing more of a defensive role. And he's still won MVP. So I mean that's that's crazy, man. I, I you know, there's a lot of great he, players in Portugal. He, Portugal
1: transitioning. He he now identifies as a left back. Mm. He's he's, <laughs> in position. he's, he's position you can address me as <laughs>
0: left back, okay? Don't assume my right. position. <laughs>
1: did just assume his position but wow that is impressive though to to switch you know to switch um you know position and 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 still maintain a, a you know consistent that's that's a good that's a good and rumors flying high of uh since we're in europe rumors flying high of uh because Jimenez agent was in Spain. And already they're they're talking the oh. big two. And no normally way. I would be like normally I would have been like, eh, but given who his agent is, uh Yes. He's yeah, got the, he's got I, the best I, he's I, got
0: the best agent I, in the world, Jorge Mendes.
1: Yeah, it, but I mean who knows? Who knows what he's doing, man? He could just be he he could he could be there for other reasons, not not because you know that guy represents a lot of, a lot of players. Oh yeah. So who knows, man? It's still up in question. Uh, Jaime, would would you leave or would you stay at Wolves, man?
0: Well, uh, I've I've mentioned this many times before on the podcast. If you can keep the core nucleus of the team together, stay at Wolves because, I mean, they ended up in sixth or seventh position. They're going to be in the Europa League again next season, and if it's if it's working, you know. Just, just stay there. You know, you you go to yeah. a, a different league, and you don't have like the same players that you were homies with. Like the big one is Triore. You know what I mean? If I was Jimenez, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You guys can, you guys are more than willing to negotiate for my transfer fee, but just know it's a package. You know, me and Triore are, are going to go together <laughs> because those and two.
1: That, is that other dude still there, Jota?
0: Uh Jota. I think he's still there. Jota. Um,
1: okay. I he mean, was like his. Yeah, it's linked up for a while, but
0: yeah.
1: yeah, and you you have to imagine like if you have a team that's doing that well, and, and I'm assuming they're getting some shekels here and there, that they would bring in, you know, one or two more really good players to bolster that team, you know.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, they're, uh, the, 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 I mean, they were recently promoted you know and and he got them all the way to the Europa League i mean he's their best player he is the he's he's already broken so many records for wolves um he's already like their highest like goal scorer of all time so it's like
1: yeah i'll stay man
0: at this point you know you build a legacy Legend. you you build a legacy yeah. with these guys you 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 stay there and they'll they'll build a
1: statue of you you know what i mean um he's close there man with with or without mascara um, <laughs> that would be the question dude of how, cu- how do you want your statue dude
0: yeah of course you can't say no to a real madrid or a barcelona but uh, i mean Bar- uh, you know what huh
1: batistuta did it for years man he he was very similar he was in fiorentina and he was just killing it. And he he uh, turned down multiple times offers to go to stronger teams. It wasn't until, like, pretty much when he was going to retire that he went to Roma and uh, Fabio Capello was there. And he just, he wanted a Scudetto, man. So that was like, and the fans kind of, like, were cool with it because they're mm. like, he's given us so much, you know. It's, it's you know, it's. We allow it. But he did. He he did win it with, with uh Roma. With Capello, they did, yeah. yeah, he did it. And so so it's kinda of the same, man. I would just stay there yeah. and uh you, you want you won a league championship, you could come to Chivas <laughs> <laughs> before you retire. <laughs> oh
0: man. Um and we'll see what happens with Raul, you know, but i uh kind of going back to Corona so they they put a price tag of 30 million euros for for the kid and uh it seems like Sevilla or Inter might be interested but you know we'll see we'll see what happens with Corona he's another player like at Porto like he's got had a great career just like Hector Herrera, you know and why not you know why not just stay in Portugal i i've always wanted Corona to like make the leap to Spain or to to um To England, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with staying at Portugal if you're going to be like. Wasn't
1: he being linked to Barca as well? Uh, At one point,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty much every Mexican player gets linked to one of those two. It just seems like the throwaway. There's no news. Medio Tiempo's like, hey, we we need one more story. Just pull a name from the pot and link him to. (laughs) (laughs) Link it to some big team. Uh... This clickbait.
0: The last player that was linked with Barcelona, rest in peace, Carlos Vela. He uh, injured his his knee, Uh, so he's he's going to be sidelined for a while. I actually saw the injury happen in real time. It was crazy. I was just flipping through the channels, and I saw it was L.A. Galaxy versus uh, uh, L.A.F.C. and I was like, oh, let me see if like Chicharito's playing or Vela. And I see him like he's like going after the ball, and then he just stops. And when I see that, I'm like, oh it's serious and he he he, like limped off the field and uh mcl is his injury and he's probably going to be sidelined for a minimum of of like six weeks um
1: okay that's that's not that bad
0: yeah but the thing is those injuries i mean that's like the minimum but you really want to be careful with that kind of tear like you yeah you want to like be super cautious and you know for vela it's not like he's he actually cares about football, so it's not like he's gonna try and get back on the field as soon as possible. You know, what I mean, he's chilling, man. He no. opted he opted out of so the of the Florida tournament, so he didn't even want to play. You know, so he's like, i he's totally right,
1: cool. glad that that <laughs> the NBA is going ahead with playoffs."
0: <laughs> he's like, "All right, man. Now I don't have to. I don't have conflicting schedules. I'm gonna be on my ass all day watching the NBA." <laughs>
1: That's crazy, and I uh, and I wanted Cheekies to be here because. He was talking about watching Chicharito on Twitch. Playing Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know where you find
1: like, oh,
0: where do you find well, the time to watch other people play video games? I can barely have time to play video games. So let alone having the time to watch other people play vi- I don't have I can't do it, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was just a trip, man. I imagine Galaxy fans, they haven't been too, uh, I don't think they're too, uh, what's that word? Happy. They're not too happy right now with the cheech. He's been anything but, you know, the goal scoring uh, machine he? that they thought we're going to get. I don't. I, gotta,
0: I, I actually got to check to see if he's scored yet. Has he scored
1: yet? So he has like maybe one off a penalty or something. I don't. Good question. Uh, he but he no, missed the no, no.
0: penalty. I remember he missed the penalty. Man, he's got one goal, baby. Three appearances. All right.
1: <laughs> okay, that's not bad. That, that's not bad. Uh, because he he well has it been three. I know he missed. He missed a few games.
0: Uh, he did not, or he did participate. I think in the in the Florida tournament, but. I don't remember. I know he missed a penalty. It's funny. I just googled his name, and uh, the first thing it says, "What the hell happened to Chicharito?"
1: <laughs> he's more worried about his kill death ratio in Call of Duty, man. He's
0: got a. Uh, he's got another. He's, he, he, he's got he's another bun in the oven. He's got. A, he's going to be a, a father again for the second time. Oh. Yeah. So
1: he's. Yeah, I could see why. I could see why, dude. His hot stuff there, man.
0: She didn't even have a break, it, man. That's why
1: he he doesn't have legs, man. It's, it's spent. <laughs> He's spent. He climbs up there and <laughs>
0: Oh man. It's funny because I think like when he had his best tears at like, you know, when he was scoring the most goals is when he was single, man. You know, or he was just he didn't really have a girlfriend. And then all of a sudden he gets a girlfriend and his his goals go down the toilet. You know, that happened when he when he started dating that Spanish girl uh he i don't know man his goals went down and then now with sarah he like he's in the mls now it's like it's not looking good man (laughs) uh this is happening right now i'm i'm watching the uh Tigres game and it is pouring rain and i don't know if they're contemplating like stopping the game because it's it is i mean these guys look at their they just came out of the swimming pool
1: Man, Valencia must. If I'm Valencia, you want you wanna. Oh no, Valencia! His and his and his tight jeans. He's got the tightest jeans in the league, man. He's <laughs> he's gonna have a rash. It's <laughs> uh, gonna hurt to take those jeans jeans off, man.
0: Yeah, um, he's
1: gonna cut him open or something. There was more news
0: uh, with this Cruz Azul investigation, and they have. Ordered the apprehension of uh, Robin Alvarez, who I think is the son of uh, Billy. Of,
1: of Billy, yeah. Okay, of the. So yeah, those two. Yeah, that's still
0: an ongoing investigation. Um, so we really don't know what's going on with Crucesul behind the scenes, but man, it says. They are wanted in a hundred and ninety-five countries. And Interpol has requested the apprehension. <laughs> like this is some serious
1: stuff, man. I mean Well we- no, we've we've seen it before, man. Like like you know, and it's going back to what we talked about earlier. How how a lot of these League MX clubs make money and it's a lot of like money laundering. Mm. Uh, we saw it with Monterrey years ago. Uh, the owner Jorge Lancambeu—I still can't pronounce his name—but this guy used to money la- launder for the for the um, Juarez cartel, and he was involved with. It was a bank. I forgot which bank was in. It was like in Mex, and and he. It was just massive what was going on.
0: Oh wow.
1: And eventually they had to sell the club. Uh so that's, you know, it's unfortunate, but that that thing that that's just that's just what's going on, man. Uh That's why we've seen it with other teams that eventually end up getting new ownership for for, you know, very similar reasons.
0: Uh another thing that again I'm not sure if we covered it in our last episode, but Javier Hernandez won a medal with Sevilla. <laughs> so he, did. He, he he leaves did. Yeah. he leaves Europe a champion.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's that's crazy, man. Um yeah, so, I mean, that's, yeah, you know, he could have been there. He could have been at Sevilla. Um, I mean, we wanted to keep it short tonight. We didn't really have too much going on. Um, there are some crazy stuff happening outside of the Mexican football uh, that with Messi and, and uh, him trying to get the hell out of Barcelona. And, I mean, that's, I, I don't know what's going on over there, but I would not want any of our players to go to Barcelona right now. <laughs>
1: what to... one, one of the rumors is that he's just um that he just handed in his transfer because he doesn't like the current uh, leadership the president and one yeah, the president and and so that could be it because he makes so much money that it would be difficult for another big club
0: to afford him. to
1: soup in yeah and even though because supposedly it's a free transfer because it was like a clause oh, and then wow. and then barcelona's disputing that that so the dispute is that the clause had already ended but but because of the whole covid and the league suspension that supposedly it was it had it or something like that but i think those are just like semantics even even if because the release clause is somewhere at 700 million yeah, which no club will pay. No, no one's gonna afford just, that. No, but they're saying that they would still have to sell him because it's either sell him for like one hundred or or whatever, or just risk or, losing the money. On he just walks free,
0: walks like a free man. Yeah. yeah,
1: and but even even if he did live free, he's paid so much money that
0: yeah, you his, know his wages, his, his wages will be crazy. Yeah, uh, and,
1: and most for most of these if you look at any of these top clubs they're kind of spent already like think they, they, they would have to probably get rid of like three players to bring him in so who knows who knows what's going on uh i i i'm in the camp of he just wants to see some changes probably him exerting more influence you know cuz i think he could end up being one of those players that he could have, like, a whole career once his football career ends, like a directivo-type role, like, just I, in that I institution. Don't...
0: All right, I'm going to say this about Messi, bro. This guy does not have a backbone. Number one, you don't break up with your girlfriend through text <laughs> message, okay? What is wrong with you, bro? This guy <laughs> sent a letter, a fax, to Barcelona to let him know, hey, by the way, uh, I'm over this relationship, Okay. And number two, how many times has he said that he was no longer going to play for Argentina because they choked on the World Cup? They choked on two uh, Copa Americas back to back. He said, "Yes, yeah, I'm I'm not going to play for Argentina anymore. I can't do it." This guy does not have leadership. This guy does not is not somebody that I want on my team. Man, he's a great player, but uh, as far as like maybe like coaching or, or you know moving up uh, past past football. He might be one of those commentators on TV, you know, but I, I really don't see him being that kind of person because that's just his personality, man. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: He seems introverted, but I mean, with the club, you're the type of dude that you're there and you, you could be like, a, you know, like, like a spokesperson or... or yeah, yeah. But before I say introverted, I'm going to say spokesperson. I mean... Maybe like an, maybe am, an
0: ambassador to the club, you know.
1: Yeah, there you go. Some, some whatever they make it up. You go to these to fancy out.
0: dinners, and you know, you you know, you're still getting, you're still on their payroll and stuff, but you're not really, you know, implementing change. Someone that I do see that could potentially do that is like Xavi. You know, he's he's coaching out in um Saudi Arabia, I think, but you know, everyone's saying how he needs to be the next coach for Barcelona, and you know. I don't think he has the experience yet, but that's a player that I could see kind of stepping in and trying to influence change within Barcelona. But yeah, Messi. I don't know, man. I, I would, for, for him to go to like man city, it would just be mind blowing, man. Like I, you know, we've talked about how he, he's never really been outside his comfort zone because he's spent his whole career in Barca and, The whole time he had his his his, uh, Guardiola to build the team around him, but you know you take him outside of Barcelona, he doesn't he doesn't have results, and you know for him to go to Man City and go to the Premier League, which is a lot different, a lot more physical, a lot more balanced as a league, um, I and it's just wow, like I can't believe you even are trying to do this, man. You would at this point just just retire Barcelona and and keep the the relationship untarnished but now it's tarnished man there's no going back
1: i don't know man i don't <laughs> i don't know I, I i think if it's if it's because of the whole leadership i think the fans will understand uh, especially if things get fixed you know so a ver, a ver que. A ver que. we'll see how this novella yeah. develops
0: um yeah we'll we'll wrap it up Uh, I do want to say, though, however, Tigres, minute 77, they just scored against uh, Mazatlan, so it looks like they're going to be pulling away with the victory. And I I promise you, right now, it looks like a pig pen out there. It is muddy. It is grimy. The players are brown. Like It is one of those games that, as a player, you love. uh, You have so much fun, but it's like, if you're watching this at home, you're like, oof, I'm so glad I'm not on the pitch right now.
1: Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it could be if the rumors are true. This would be Palencia's last game right there.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll we'll keep obviously everyone updated week by week. Make sure to catch us every week on the Cantina X podcast, the, the Twitter. Um we try to post there periodically. Um but Joel, do you have anything else you wanted to share with the audience before we wrap it up tonight?
1: Um, I had something here, man, and it it and it just it skipped my mind. Ah, oh, man, it skipped my mind. Game. Did we talk about Turco's kid? Oh, making we, we forgot to talk about Turco's. Oh my god, yo! <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> his debut,
1: his debut, and it was against América, big game and uh he was there for like a minute or less no, i guess no
0: man i kid you not i was tweeting you guys hey man turko's kids making his <laughs> debut and uh as soon as i sent the tweet oh he got a red card he made a to- <laughs> he played a total of like 15 maybe 30 seconds it was so Ouch. weird man he went for a ball and he stepped on some kid's heel and the referee thought that he was, you know, aggressive, and he just he, he gave him a red card. Didn't even break a sweat. Didn't
1: even get his <laughs> shirt dirty or anything, man. <laughs> it, oh, man, well, we're not going to see him since he's going to serve out the suspension, and uh, it's against Juarez, man. I think the Turks should have saved him for this match, you know? Yeah. Through him. Get an easy opponent in there first, uh, but I mean Monterrey did win. They beat America, and this was America's second defeat. Mm-hmm. So, so, so things are looking a little bad for for Piojo, who's he faces. Even though he faces San Luis, the coach, and I, dude, I forget his name, but he hasn't been able to beat that coach. You could say that's his coco. Piojo. The coach, yeah, the coach of San Luis.
0: Oh, in head-to-head
1: games, he hasn't looked good. So, you know,
0: um, Guillermo, not are, the, I, are you talking about Guillermo yeah, Vázquez? Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Yes, not huh. the guy you want to face. Coming, coming with it, but but you know, we see the craziness of the Liga where you had Puebla, you know, who had two defeats as well, and then they, with with the win, they just shot, you know. Yeah. They jump into the fight, they're in fourth mm-hmm. and whatnot. And that's kind of the craziness. And and just with America, I mean, they're still they're in six. So and uh they could they could even they could even take what top three. I mean, well no Tigres is currently at twelve. So they could even take first. So
0: with the victory? That's
1: that's because yeah, they would be at fourteen points. Uh, uh, but that's that's assuming that Cruz Azul loses, or yeah, you know, because Cruz Azul hasn't paid. But that's that's just the craziness of it, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean Chivas can go from twelfth all the way up to like fifth if they wanted to, maybe, possibly, you know. So it's like
1: yeah, de- depending on the results. But yeah, yeah, they, depending they, on the results,
0: could. obviously. But I mean, it's just how crazy this this league is. But we are, you know. A third of the way through we have 17 fixtures before we head into the into the i guess it's gonna be like a wild card league and like a repechache and then and then we'll have we'll have the playoffs and stuff but uh yeah we'll we'll see what happens we um with with the european leagues kind of winding down and the season ending right now the entire focus is on the uh, Mekis and it sounds like there's not going to be too much player movement Unfortunately, we haven't really seen players uh, getting exported to Europe as, as much as we used to. Um, oh,
1: the guy that Chivas booted for being a druggie.
0: Oh, yeah. Played. Pocho Guzman. He played
1: and he scored. He scored the winner. Chivas is playing them. Yeah. And so he's going to be there. And it's like, if you're Chivas, do you request, do you request he get drug tested? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: he's back, you know, for Pachuca. Um, he scored the game-winning penalty uh, against Mazatlán, and you know, I'm happy for him because there's still the possibility of him joining Chivas. I mean, again, it was not Chivas' decision; it was FIFA's who 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 said, "Hey, you know, you you guys can't this this transfer is you can't do it cause he you know because of the drug thing," but. I, I hope that they still try to pursue him. I think he would fit in nicely with the club, especially if yeah. if the inevitable happens and we do lose Macias. Although yeah. I well, will. She,
1: Go she ahead. Was, she was it was too much of a gamble to buy him because it was still up in the air how long his suspension was going to be, you know? And it could have been like uh,
0: like a year or something. It, yeah.
1: It could have been longer than that. It could have been one where it's like, his career's done and it's like you just bought a player that you're not gonna even be able to use. Yeah. And this is your your refuerzo bomba. So yeah, I understand why she was like to solve the transfer. But so he's back now and who knows man. Who knows what will happen. If it's still gonna be an option, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, yeah. like you, I'm glad that he's playing because it it seemed at that point that his career was over. Yeah. And this was one of the players that was that wanted to go abroad, like he was like he really wanted to go and he just didn't get that chance. But I mean, he's still a, a good talent. Well
0: what is it with Chivas and their luck of getting players that were caught for doping? Aaron Galindo, Este Carbona, <laughs> Carmona, Salvador Carmona, and, and now Pocho. Damn. It's like damn man. And, and then we got we got players that party and drink. It's like yo, this is the party team, man.
1: <laughs> there, there's a curse, man. Someone has a boodle doll. <laughs> someone, someone, someone,
0: doll. uh, buried an America jersey in the new stadium. You know, I don't know if you know that. That that they have the what happened with um, uh, was it? Uh, I want to say it was the Red Sox. They tried to bury a oh. Red, Red Sox jersey in the new Yankee Stadium.
1: Oh. Damn.
0: As like a curse. Just, yeah. Some
1: witchcraft stuff. Yeah, well, Chivas did like I could not imagine a Buru doll, right? <laughs> and then they have like some some pomos there, like some botellas, some vodka bottles and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> some perico and it's like <laughs> they, they need to go to Indio Amazonico and get a get a cleanse, man.
0: Uh um...
1: twelve eggs and start cracking.
0: What, there was another thing I was gonna mention with, with Pocho and why I kinda want him to join is because again at the at the rate that we're going Macias might be gone. Although he has been missing as of late. If anybody knows what has happened to Macias, let me know because he has not been scoring and uh it seems like the, the magic's starting to wear off, man. I, I don't know what's happening. He's, he's missing his shooting boots.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I I need I need to see if it's not just that the team was playing bad. Well,
0: I mean, you lose Antuna, you lose Vega. Those are really huge options in the in the final third. But to say that he hasn't been getting service is a lie because he had a few few good opportunities against Deluca. One where he was completely unmarked, and he just couldn't. Man, he just couldn't get it on target. He couldn't put it uh, in the back of the net. So. I'm sure he's he's kind of going through uh through some mind games and he's, you know, when when you're a striker, you you are always in at war with yourself, you know, when, especially if you're going through like a dry spell, it just starts yeah. to you know, you start to lash out and then and then all I don't know, you go on YouTube and start a YouTube channel because that's what Chicharito did, but you know, you start to you start to you you start to freak out, you know, so hopefully
1: I'm I'm chuck that up to he hit a slump. Yeah. And,
0: uh, yeah, because, I mean, we were watching him week in and week out when he was at León, and he was scoring goals, and we were just like, man, that could have been us.
1: And then now that we have him, it's like, yo, man, where's but, this? Where's but that León Leon team was fire, man. Oh, they yeah, of course. Of the yeah. Best offense. They had one of the best offense, and they were just, yeah. you know, he had some really good players behind him. Uh, like Luis yeah, Montes and whatnot.
0: Was that Mena? <clears throat> yeah, he had he had a a really good partner in crime. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, Mena was the guy having like a break, like you know, he was having one of those outstanding seasons. Um. So yeah, but but I I, I I'm I'm a I'm a hope it's just he just hit a little slump, and I think he's gonna bounce back, probably probably um. Lost a bit of focus with those rumors of him going to going to Spain, oh yeah they you know at one point they were even reporting that he wasn't gonna play or because he was getting ready to yeah to leave.
0: there was there was the game where he got pulled sixty minutes in, and everybody assumed that it was because he was you know on his way to Sociedad, you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah,
1: they've limited his playing time, they said
0: but it was just because it was a it was a double header so they you know they wanted to keep him healthy but we'll see what happens they play Pachuca tomorrow um and uh we'll we'll see if they can get a a positive results it's not an easy task Pachuca's a great team um but they'll they'll be at home uh we'll see we'll see what happens
1: yeah that's that's going to be one of the one of the good matches of the, of the match week seven, I would say. Um, some of the other, the other lineups they just don't, they they just don't seem as interesting. Um,
0: yeah, uh, we have Atlético San Luis versus América tomorrow. That should be an easy layup for for América. Although you did mention that their coach is. Piojo's kryptonite. Um, Both games will be at 5 o'clock tomorrow, Pacific time. Chivas, Pachuca, Atleti, San Luis. And then Cruz Azul, Necaxa. Eh. Pumas, Tijuana. Eh. Monterrey, Juarez. Eh. Santos versus Querétaro. Eh. León, Atlas. Yeah, these games are all whack, bro. On on, on, on
1: paper. On on paper, paper. yeah, yeah, yeah. estimado Jaime, because we did see what happened with Achucama, Mazatlán. It was a seven, a seven-goal thriller. Right, right. So, so, so. Yeah, on paper they look. Hey, you never know, man. One of those might just be one of those, just really exciting and really exciting matchups.
0: And and just judging off of this game, that again is still happening right now with Tigres and and um, Mazatlán. I mean, it's pouring rain in, in Mexico right now, so it, that also adds to the, you know, to the game and to the thrill you see player yeah. you see you see all these all these players getting all all crazy because of the rain so we'll, we'll see what happens
1: A ver all
0: right well well thank you for for joining us and uh for the audience out there make sure to, to subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on twitter my name is jaime landeros this is a cantina mx podcast hope everybody has a good night